We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from American Family Field, and the results are good again as the Brewers take game one of this three-game set and a pivotal three-game set Maybe more so for the Cincinnati Reds, but we'll take this 7-4 victory. And welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's Evan Heffelfinger. It is his real name. And my name is Tim Allen. And uh, again, there is seemingly something special about this baseball team. As they take this game down four to one in this game with Corbin Burns uh, getting getting kind of bumped up a little bit, but they come back and they win this thing seven to four and really put a damper on Cincinnati uh, and their chances to uh, overtake the Brewers in the division. Yeah, think about it this way: in in terms of the division, at least, if you win one of the next two in the series, you're going to take the series, obviously, but. You win one of the next two, there are 34 games remaining after the next two games, and Cincinnati will be eight and a half back of the Brewers. That's just, you know, at some point, even even the most uh, cautious of Brewers fans will have to start, you know, conceding that the Brewers are going to take this division. And it really looks like that now. With 36 games remaining, they're eight and a half up. And this really, again, Cincinnati, though, how, however, they are still motivated. They're, you know, in a wild card position here. But uh, the Brewers get it done, and it didn't look good early. Raise your hand if you thought this was a Brewers loss because it looked flat. It looked flat mid-game. There were several innings in the middle of this game where it was like, ah, you know, man, this might not be the night. You know, uh, Willie Adamas gets hurt and, you know, all the wind comes out of the sails there. It's the way it felt, didn't it? But just slowly but surely, Craig Council is putting things together on the mound and holding the Reds right there. That's a good offense. And the pitching comes through and just kind of kind of holds it right there. Again, buying time for this Brewers offense 
to collectively uh, get their stuff together, and they did just that. They got it done here. Man, uh, we'll recap the game in just a little bit as well as uh, hear from Craig Council, and I, I'm going to guess Colton Wong probably uh, is, is going to be one of the players that we'll hear from tonight. Want to get your reaction, too, at 414-799-1250 as we are live here in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. So their record now at 77 and 49. And if you look at you know, who the Brewers might be chasing, it's, it's that San Francisco Giants team. They're at uh, 81 wins. So still within reach of, of the best record in the National League. But you know, the things are good. Time is getting uh, of the essence here. But again, 36 games remaining. And, you know, speaking of four games, they have a four-gamer starting Monday in San Francisco. Everybody is looking at, guys, they're looking at the rest of the schedules for both the Brewers and the Cincinnati Reds. And granted, it looks like uh, it's, it's a far easier path for the Cincinnati Reds. But does that really matter with an eight-and-a-half game deficit for the Reds? So I threw out there on Twitter today, um, and we'll get some reaction from you on Twitter. Very interesting comments on on uh, on Twitter regarding you know will the Reds make it close by the end of the season? Yes, no, or dumb question. It's okay if it's a dumb question. There's a lot of dumb dumb questions out there on Twitter for sure, but. Yes, no, or a dumb question. Will the Reds make it close? After a, a, a victory like this for the Brewers, it's going to be so tough for the Cincinnati Reds to overtake them. It just is. There's no more head-to-heads after tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, the, the games will be down to 34 after Thursday's uh, series finale. They're, uh, again, as I said, they're done. But the schedules look a little skewed and favoring the Cincinnati Reds. But boy, at some point, even me, which is a little on the cautious side saying, "Eh, you know, let's just hold off a little bit more, a little bit more. And then we want to make it a slam dunk here. I'm going to have to start uh, reaching my hand toward the division title button. That's it, it appears that's coming soon. Are you at that point yet? Or does Cincinnati put a little bit of fear into you? Now, it should change after tonight. And I won't say dramatically change, but it should change a little bit. They're eight and a half games up in the Central. I I just, that's that's, going to look so tough. And here again, the injury bug is biting away. Escobar uh, added to the uh, IL, so he's going to be lost. Uh, they bring up Pablo Reyes, and then at the same time, uh, Willie Adamas leaves the game. We'll get an update on, uh, what is that, a quad? Yeah, quad discomfort. I always start with the discomfort. Of course, it's not comfortable. But we'll get an update on, on the Brewers shortstop in a little bit. But it's just something special about what's going on here. When you add up all the IL stints, and just about everybody on this team has spent some time on the IL at some point throughout this season. Yet it, yet it appears that it's almost bringing the team together more. 
when you think about it. And in a strange twist of fate, sometimes that can unify uh, a baseball team and say, hey, we're all in this together and we lost that dude, so we're going to have to pick him up. Uh, Evan, eight and a half game lead in the Central. I threw it out there on Twitter. Will the Reds make it close by the end of the season? Right now, there's 36 games left. After the series, going to be 34 games left. And as I said, eight and a half up now. Uh, yes, no, or is it a dumb question? I don't think it's a dumb question because I hate to bring up bad past experiences, but we have seen teams collapse before. I don't think this team is destined for a collapse, but I think the Reds are a tough team and they're going to be in a playoff push no matter what for the wild card. So it's not like they're just going to roll over and die. But I think that the Brewers, if they can get out of this series with an eight and a half game lead, that it's theirs. That they Which is splitting the next two games. Right. right. And not that they don't have to look back, because if you slip up, eight and a half games can be gone in a couple of weeks, depending on if you lose sight on winning games. But at that point, I feel like your priority shouldn't be winning the division. It should be getting your guys healthy for a World Series push. Bullpen is strong. The starting pitching, obviously strong. And that's those are two reasons why I just don't see this team going. The only way they lose this division is to go on an extended losing streak. That's when literally have, it. When you have great starting pitching and, and you have a, a lockdown bullpen and, and Council's just getting better and better at using that pen, I, I – you know, six or seven or eight game losing streak is just, just not in the cards because every, at least every five games, you're churning through one of these guys, Corbin Burns or, or Woody or Hauser or whoever is going to step up and get it done. I just, I don't see it happening. And so, so in that regard, based on that, that's what's going to have to happen for the Cincinnati Reds to overtake them. They not only got to get on the winning streak and it should have in their mind started today. Brewers uh, had other plans of that. They've got to get on an extended winning streak at the same time the Brewers. You know, picking up a game every seven or eight or nine days is not going to cut it for the Reds. They're going to have to win, string them out, and the Brewers are going to have to go on a losing streak. I just, you guys know all about what wins in baseball more, more times than not, and that's pitching and defense, and this team has it. They do. Now, their defense, I think, could improve a little bit, but they've got pitching and defense. That takes care of extended losing streaks in modern-day baseball. So how close are they to you know, being anointed the division winner? That depends on who you talk to. There's some pessimistic Wisconsin sports fans that will just simply say, nope. Until the math says they have locked it up and they're, you know, popping champagne bottles. I'm not saying it. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, just because someone had a meltdown back in 2007, it's going to affect your, your thoughts on this team here in uh, the 21 championship season. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'd go that far. And, and for that matter, if, if you think we're all jinxed in the state of Wisconsin, may I remind you, Evan, you want to remind them what, what happened here just about a month ago or so? Uh, I believe the Bucks won the National yeah. World Championship in basketball. <laughs> I believe. Yes, yes. 
Yeah, so those of you who say, well, it'll never happen in Wisconsin. So that, that dam is broken. Uh, so I threw it really interesting feedback on Twitter, for sure. Uh, we, we threw it out there. Will the Reds make it close by the end of the season? Yes, no, or a dumb question. Some say it's a dumb question. Uh, some, some do. And it might be to a degree. My goodness, they were seven and a half up coming into this game. With 37 games left. Uh, 414-799-1250. As uh, the Brewers get the victory. A huge, huge victory today. Some may downplay the the thought that this was a big, big game. No, it was a big game. It was. For a number of different reasons. You, you just can't put it in cruise control here. You can there's no cruise control when you're vying for a World Series title. You just roll. You just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, Corbin Burns has had better starts. We're all well aware of that. And that didn't look good early in this game. We'll get to our recap in just a second. But but the resiliency of this team to continually impress despite injuries despite being down in games, again, another come-from-behind victory, the most in the National League. That's a stat that's, uh, that's underappreciated. You go back and you look at some of the higher-end teams in, in, uh, in the league over the course of history. Just take recent history, last five, eight, ten years. The vast majority of the teams at the top of come-from-behind victories are the teams at the top of the World Series run. That's a great trait to have right here. That's a great trait to have. Whether it's you know Manny Pena off the bench, whether it's a defensive replacement for JBJ, he's got to do something to help the team here. Uh, whether that's a, a forced into duty because of uh, injuries for Jace Peterson, all of that plays into this. And all of that plays a part in come-from-behind victories. You know, I, I'm even having to uh, pinch myself these days uh, years ago. And again, the history is, is kind of a victim of environment, uh, kind of impact on us a little bit. You know, when they're down 4-1, 5-1, mid to late game, sometimes in years past, we just chalk it up. To, ah, it's, it's, it's a loss. These days, you can't sleep on that. That's the thing. This was a huge win. I mean, people talk about the Saturday victory, uh, the Christian Yelich breakout game, as being the biggest victory of the year. Uh-uh. It's this one tonight. I believe that. I do. Now, Saturday may impact down the line because Christian may be uh, getting going here, had a base hit, and looked good, looked, looked better, and continues to look better. But uh want to get your reaction after this one, 414-799-1250. We'll get a couple of pieces of reaction from Twitter here uh, before the break and then come back and, and get your reaction and get a, get a recap in here. This is a fun recap. They, they needed, in, first of all, they needed to stabilize and not give up any more runs. They did that with the pitching. I thought Burns stayed out there a little bit too long, but hey, so be it. Uh, so then you had to get your, your, you know, your bullpen in the right rotation, but then you had to start pecking away at a three run deficit here. 
And they, they, they did that. And so all in the meantime, we're watching the Twitterverse just go crazy on some of these answers. Let's get some answers in here, Evan, uh, before the break here, and then we'll come back and, and talk more about a huge Brewers victory. Yeah, we have people saying, I'm worried about this, 2014 all over again. Uh, someone saying that, yes, that th- this will be a divisional race, and it's a dumb question for you asking that. Okay, both. Uh, yep. Someone named Butternip says, here comes the injuries, same old Brewers. Uh, Chris said, ask me again on Friday. Um, Topher Gopher says, Brewers are dropping like flies. Reds have the second easiest schedule remaining. Brewers have one of the hardest. Reds are the hotter team. Reds getting the calls tonight, which I felt like it was both ways. Brewers have the Twins next, who have always played the Brewers well, and then the Giants. Season over in a week. Mm-hmm. Um, see, see how we are? See how we are? See how? Uh, and some of this is victim of environment. I get it. It's the culture that has been developed here. I, I get that, but... Boy, you've seen a lot of baseball now. And to be you've fair, seen those a ton are of baseball. Those are just the negatives. There are a lot of positive comments here too, but the fact that there were still that many negative answers even after a game like tonight. It's kind of shocking, isn't it? I I would say yes. I I would say a little bit more on the shocking side, but then again, you always take uh, uh Twitter and social media with a grain of salt. Some people will just say the opposite just to say it and just to stir up the, the brew a little bit. But uh, so I, I take that into consideration as well. But there is something special about this baseball team. There's, there's no question. There shouldn't be any doubt in anyone's mind. There is some special. There is a special nature to this baseball team here in the 2021 championship season. 414-799-1250. They get the win tonight. 7-4 the final as uh, they're down 4-1 to one with Corbin Burns not having a great start. And you're thinking, well, Cincinnati may get this thing sideways and put up a crooked number and really just run away with game one. Didn't happen. It's it, it just, again, they continue to impress. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, as always, here on The Fan. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. On the fan, call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 AM, the fan. 7-4 final. Brewers take care of the Reds in game one of this three-game set, and I just love it. I'm telling you guys, baby, what a win. That's all I got to say. Some people downplay the extent of this game here. Don't let them do it to you. It's a huge win. This is stem the tide of, of any potential, almost any potential, comeback by the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> I won't say it's the dagger uh, to coin the, uh, the, the Wayne Larrabee phrase. I won't say the division's in the bank and drawing interest a la Ted Davis, but we're getting pretty damn close. Indeed we are. 799-1250, final. They take the game. And I threw it out there. I just figured I'd throw it out there today. 
uh, as uh, just to get some reaction here. Are the Cincinnati Reds going to make this division a race? You talk about the the playoff matchups or you know moving forward past that, but just in terms of the division, uh, let's see what's on your mind. Also, your reaction to the game itself as a full team offensive effort in this one. That's really what it was. They 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 talk about and Craig Council likes to talk about this getting contributions from uh, all of the players here, and this sort of epitomized that thought. Really did. It wasn't just one guy going four for five and knocking in six of the seven. No, this was spread out, and then it it had a little bit of everything, and it had some some ABC baseball. It had some get the ball and play. You'll get a run. Get the ball and play. Less than two outs uh, with the runner at third. A couple of different times. You got a little bit of a knockout blow. You got the insurance. You got some. Uh, you know. Your 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 um, bullpen arms lined up and ready to go. Sweet sweet win, huge win, huge win. All right, let's uh, start things off with Patrick. Patrick, you're first up here on the fan. What's on your mind? Hey, hey Tim, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, this was a this was a big win. I I do I just like to see him take one more win this series, and I think uh, I'm not worried about the Reds anymore. I mean, they'd have to go like 26 and eight. With us, with us playing 500 ball the rest of the way, and I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, um, so you're you're saying one of the next two, so just win the series. Yeah, yeah, just one more win, and I think they will win one of the next two games. Um, as far as tonight's game, I think uh, you know can't downplay how much that bottom of the first inning was important. You know, we only got one run, we stranded some runners, but Molly threw 31 pitches. <clears throat> And, you know, that caused him to have to get pulled there in the sixth he inning. He was good, and I thought it was, Yeah, he was He was good. He settled in. But uh, at least, I mean, they put him over the 100-pitch mark in the sixth inning. And I thought it was interesting that the Reds, you know, decided to use their closer in the sixth inning. You know, mm-hmm. kind of Well, like that's how important goal. this game was for them. I mean, this this yeah. was a huge game for Cincinnati. It's a huge game uh, regardless of the team. But this was, you know, you're looking at the Reds. If they have any hope, I think, you know, in a lot of people's minds, that tomorrow is the day. They need to take this series and get back to seven and a half and, and get out of town. Because that's, you know, again, um, they, I guess potentially they could get it to six and a half at this point if they right. win the next two. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Brewers have not been playing well against Castillo. I believe is pitching tomorrow, but hopefully it can turn that around against them. He's... Uh, I think he's he's pitching better as of late, but with Woody on the mound, you know, hopefully they can pull it out. And I, tonight, you know, with Kane, uh, Kane got the rally going in the seventh inning, and he's come through lately. Uh, uh, when he's, you know, he's gotten some rally started lately, and I I wasn't in agreement with uh, pinch hitting Pena there after him, but I guess Council made the right call. He got a base hit as well, so they got it going. Yeah. Yeah, he sure did. All right, thank, thanks for the call, Patrick. Yeah, Lorenzo Cain, a little bit of an uh, unsung hero as of late and, and just starting to put things together slowly but surely. Looks like he's going to be, um, you know, given health, he's going to be a big part of this final uh, month stretch of the season here. Let's go to Marshall. Marshall, you're next on the fan. What's happening? Well, good evening, guys, and thank you as always for allowing me on your show. You 
you've had a wonderful show, Tim, in this town for so long, and it just gets better every year. So I wanted thank to you, say that you. much. But I will say this as I'm giving having my midnight snack that I usually have too, and I'm, <laughs> it, it's tasting even better right now. Um, I don't think it's a dumb question at all, and uh, I don't think um, I don't think the 2015s, 2007s of the world are going to beset this team. The, the bullpen's too deep, and I was telling my brother tonight, even when we were down 3-1 and 4-1, and like everyone else, the doubt creeps in. Who, mm-hmm. You're only a human being if doubt doesn't creep in a little. But I then was saying, let's get into that bullpen. Let's get into that Reds bullpen, because I believe deep down, and tonight proved it, that's the real difference in the ser- in, in the two teams. And, and and they made me look prophetic tonight. And, you know, the way that they came back, they hit the two sack flies. And this is what I've been yelling at all year, guys. RISP is going to be the most important statistic when you get into the postseason. Mm-hmm. We hit two sack flies. When you have the bases loaded like that, that's all you need to do. Just get, just hoist fly balls. That's good enough. And they did that tonight. And then we get it, then we get the lead, and then Wong hits the home run. So I had, I had a lot of confidence tonight, even despite being down four-one, that they could come back and do this. And 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 you just get the feeling that that they're going to find ways to win the ball game. That's just the kind of team. If we you have didn't this have year. that feeling prior to tonight, you should after tonight. This may open the door to that, Marshall. I think, like I said uh, in the open. You know, uh, history has said in a game like this, uh, as a Brewer fan, we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, it seems flat. It it just seems flat, and the crowd is not into it. It's a home game. I can understand that sentiment. But, again, there's this, something special going on in this team this year. And and I think if, if tonight didn't do it for you, it's never going to do it for you. It's not going to be a five-run rally in the bottom of the ninth to get people to – change their minds or maybe that is what it would take <laughs> it, it should take something like this here a four to one flat game it seemed like a dud and then they come mm-hmm. back and just before you know it a four run seventh they take the lead well it was a great win and it was important you're not underestimating that at all the national series got us a little back on track at home i've been saying all year we're going to have to protect the home court better the home field better all that, and, we, and we're starting. I'm hopeful to do it. I think we will. I predicted two out of three when this started. Tomorrow could be a little bit of a challenge. I hope Woody's on his game, but mm-hmm. I He's do due. believe we're going to win one out of two and win this series, and I think we're going to win the division. I really feel confident of that right now. Don't panic, Wisconsin. We have we, we have an NBA championship, and I'll end the mic, my call tonight by saying let's hope we hear from old Bob Euchre, which would be so sweet for him we could win this the brewers are 2021 champions how about that one folks (laughs) there you go all right marshall take care thanks yeah thanks for the call that's a dude i'd be happy for for sure i mean we just went through it with the bucks and you're happy for a lot of folks but there's there's that one guy right there that has been with this organization throughout I mean, think about that. 50 years within the organization. Now, those are the types of guys. You know, Bud Selig you'd be happy for. 
believe it or not, even those that disliked him as, as a commissioner, he's the one that would be the most prevalent in making sure that Brewers baseball existed in he, our city. Easily the Brewers, Herb Cole. He, the Brewers oh, yeah. would not exist without Bud Selig, just like how the Bucks wouldn't exist without Herb Cole. And but Bob Euchre would be at the top of my list, I think. And that, that uh, we'll bring that up in another conversation down the line. But you know the uh, the Eucharisms uh, that that you hear on a regular basis that you just you sort of take for granted, like you know picks, throws, got him. I mean that's Euch. Uh, things can get a little testy out there. That's Euch. Three one. The pitch, get a good one and go to ripping. Jam, job, ground ball. These are all Eucharisms. You know, I, I collect these things, and there's a ton of them. 799-1252. Roger, Roger, you're next on the fan. What's going on? Uh, yeah, uh, hi, Tim. Uh, yeah, I echo a lot what Marshall was saying, you know, especially about protecting home field i wonder if uh, council just said hey fellas let's just imagine we're playing in cincinnati to turn it around <laughs> right right uh, but uh you know I, I i don't know in terms of the race it's a big game i'm starting i think the reality of it is is i'm starting to transition to not being concerned uh about the division but how well they're playing, how uh, individual performances, you know, keep it, keeping the, the big three strong in terms of uh, uh, rotational pitching. Those, uh, you know, it's just I'll start to transition and pay more attention to those type things um, rather than specifically the race. I don't want to back into this division. Uh, I'm fine and dandy with Cincinnati keeping the pressure on. Uh, I prefer that, in fact. I'm more concerned about keeping the level of play up um, more than the division at this point in time. And those are the aspects, I think, the other aspects that you talk about in terms of it being a big game. I I agree with you. All right, Roger, it's a great point in terms of the style of play. In in what what fashion are they playing? Is it a crisp game? Good pitching, decent hitting and and you lose, you know, 4-3. You, you defensively you played well. You know, the other guy was on. You didn't strike out a ton. You hit a couple of lasers right at guys. I I agree with that that you want to start posturing to, to that, that type of sentiment. Because, again, I, it's not the dagger yet. It's not in the bank and drawing interest yet. It's getting pretty close. I mean, it, it just is. Now, Evan and I, uh, we didn't do a deep dive in, uh, you know, prior to the uh, show tonight. We didn't do a huge deep dive in it, but I don't believe, and maybe someone else can kind of, you know, to do a little checking around for us. Um, Brewers are 28 games over 500 as we speak. They finished uh, 2011 with 96 victories. They finished 2018 with, with 97 victories or 96, 67 with the extra. 
So I, I don't, we don't think that the Brewers have ever been in the regular season above 30 games over 500. Now it's possible that they were, and then they dipped down and ended up, you know, 24 games uh, over 500 in a given year. But I don't think that the regular season has ever had a high watermark of 31 games over 500. It'd be interesting to lock that in and, and know, and we'll, we'll continue. We, we just didn't have time prior to the show today uh, to take a look at that. But that, that's something to shoot for, too, to you know, be 31 or more games over 500 for the first time in 50 years. That'd be pretty cool. Something special going on, guys. It's it's games like this that now again they're going to lose a game seven to two, and we're going to pull our hair out a little bit. But it's games like this that almost really tempt you to think that way. And I think it might be more in a temptation when you when you see different guys stepping up on different nights. That's a mark of a great team, also. And to lose uh, Eduardo Escobar now. He was placed on the IL today. And and we had yet to see the best of him. So again, this this might some things happen for a reason. But when you look at the offense, their offense is now actually pretty good, guys. They're off I know that. I know it sounds weird, but hear me again. Their offense is actually pretty good. When you're looking at Wong, Adamas, Yelich, Avi, Omar. Let's just start with those guys. I didn't even mention Telez. I didn't mention Escobar. I didn't mention Lorenzo Cain. Just those front six, they're really good. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're next on the fan. What's happening, Mike? Hey, Tim. Um, you always have great callers. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is turning out to be such a fun season, and a lot of us aren't waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, they're going to lose some games. Uh, a game against the <clears throat> excuse me, game against the Nationals. But a couple nights ago, one of your callers reiterated what Council talked about: being good teammates, and uh, that's what the Brewers are being. Burns, uh, he wasn't great, but he was good enough. To help them get the win, the offense came through. When uh, my wife and I were listening to the game, the bases were loaded. I told her, I said, you know what? He's going to hit a grand slam. Well, anybody can say that afterwards. But I was so darn excited, we almost had to pull the car over. And uh, even my wife was fist pumping. If Yelich continues on the roll he is, uh, man, this is going to be a great season. Can the Reds catch us and make it closer? I think they can. Didn't we uh, lose uh, the series to them the last time we played? No, the Brewers swept them in mid-July in Cincinnati. Okay, well, anyhow, um, their team is improved, but the Brewers are going to do it. And uh, the the Reds are going to make it a little closer, but uh, I really doubt it. All right, very very good, Mike. Mike, take it easy. Got the wife fist pumping <laughs> when Yelich gets it going. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. All right, we'll take a break, come back. We'll hear from Craig Council and more. We'll get more of your reaction. Still answering the question, will the Reds just make it close by the end of the year? 
Is that even possible? Brewers with this victory go eight and a half over the Cincinnati Reds. Gosh, that's a big number, guys. It is. With just 36 games remaining here in the 21 championship season. Eight and a half. That would have to, so many things would have to fall right, you know, for the Reds and then fall wrong for the Brewers for that to even, I just, I'm so close. We're getting closer. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, 7-4 the final. Brewers take game one of this pivotal three-game set. Don't let anyone tell you it's not pivotal. Don't let anyone tell you it's not big. And I know you understand this. It's a whole hell of a lot of fun. We'll be right back here on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Huge victory tonight. Huge 7-4 the final. They take game one of the uh, three-game set. On the way, we will hear from Craig Council. Uh, We also have uh, the ever-famous and uh, very popular and growing bit on the uh, post-game show that is um, talk to Craig on his ride home from work tonight. So he'll be uh, heading out, probably showers up, and um, and then he'll be headed back to Whitefish Bay here and. I would say the next 15 minutes or so, he'll be in his car, and uh, we'll just give him a few words. That's coming up as well. But first, uh, getting your reaction uh, after the victory here, uh, 7-4. The final, we'll go to Mike. Mike, you're next here on The Fan. What's up, Michael? Hey, Coach. Sorry you're going to miss my call. I'm, I'm, you hurt Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, shoot. And the Avenger? Mm-hmm. Uh was that Giannis I saw? A man? Yes, yes, people? you did. Wow. I think I'll run the governor someday and win. And uh, <laughs> a little Eucharism. I must be in the front row. These fans, they're all in the front row. I yeah. mean, it was hot. Yeah, 24,000 tonight. It showed out. Now, as far as these injuries, every team, I hate that excuse. Every team has injuries. And assault charges. Thank God the Brewers don't have the ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the time you make that call to Ryan Braun. And you get Kirsten heared up. Add those two, this could really be a dream season. And I don't think the dagger's been put in yet, but that sucker's getting sharpened right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. How all right, take nine t- cigarette games. That's always good too. Yeah, yeah, no I didn't question. Drink no beer. I just watched. Yeah, yeah. Me all right, too, you guys have too. a great night. All right, Craig, I said hi. See, yeah, see you, Mike. Uh, yeah, the the it's being sharpened. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's eight and a half game lead in the Central. It is. Let's go to uh, Vincent on the Odyssey app in Anaheim, California. Vincent, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? Long time no talk, man. Hey, man. I need – this is a great win. Look, man, I checked on the game, you know, because I was at work, so I checked on the game when you all losing, bottom of the seventh. 
I was like, oh, man, so I was preparing all these things I wanted to say because he lost. And then I checked again, and, woo, baby, you got that lead. And then I checked, you know, how you got that score. Christian Yelich, thank you for being productive. That's all I'm going to ask you to be. Please be productive with that sack fly. That's how you get – that's how you win these games. It's an important – and, you know, I'm a Giants fan as well. That's why I didn't call last week, you know, a couple weeks ago when he played against my Giants. You know, I didn't want to say nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But I don't want to see – I want to get a heart attack double time. Because over yeah. here on the West, the Dodgers are right behind the dot, the, the, the Giants to try to get that, you know, take the division. And I want to see y'all conquer the Reds. Just keep going. The only time you can give, maybe you can give them three games and be five games up, but that's it. As soon as you go down below five games, that's when it's heart attack time. That's when it's like, ah, oh, hell no, nah, we got to get these victories. So it's a great win. Craig Council, if you're listening, I know it's a little early. Go, okay, go, go wherever, get, get yourself a 40 out, crack it up, pour out some of for the homies, and guzzle it, man, because this is a victory that you got. And then uh, Colton Long with the cherry on top, you know, that's what you need to do, man, these games. It's going to be crazy, but I need y'all to get at least two more games, two more victories, baby. Two more. Yeah, they, they they have, uh, Vince, they've got uh, the two games here against the Reds and three uh, against the Twins before they hit your Giants on Monday. I know, man. It's going to be crazy. That's why I just kind of keep quiet because, I, you know, you guys are, uh, when the Giants, when you all played the Giants the first time, you guys were up, you know, in your division. So I was like, hey, you can, you can front us a couple games. Don't, don't get mad. Don't get mad. You know I want I want the Brewers to get get to the Giants. The Giants have 81 victories. The Brewers at 77. So maybe they can close the gap. I know this is speaking in the future. It'll be bittersweet for me if it's a NLCS Giants Brewers. Man, then I have to keep my mouth. It'll be bittersweet. Let's go, go baby. Buckle in. No, Let's. Teams, <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, Vincent. Take it easy. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. You want to get one more in here? Uh, Evan? Yeah, let's go to Ryan in Brookfield. What's going on, Ryan? Ryan, hello. Going once, twice. I guess not. Gone. So instead, let's read this tweet that I think that you are going to very much enjoy, Tim. Shoot. It's from Greg in Nashville. He says, Tim and Evan, you know what I did after tonight's win? I booked a flight from Nashville to Milwaukee for the NLDS, which is scheduled to start on my birthday. Let's go. Hold on. Uh, he booked a flight for the NLDS when? On his birthday. Or it's, it's so October 7th through October 10th, mm-hmm. he'll be in Milwaukee to watch the NLDS. That is awesome. I may be in a special broadcast area over that weekend, too. So stay tuned for that type of news. That should be kind of fun. It may not surprise some people, but other people, yeah, maybe like, what? Okay. All right, uh, let's get a a game recap in here before we get to uh, Craig Council. There were some things in here that were concerning. Uh, There were some uh, things uh, in this game recap that were quite impressive. You guys know how I feel about walks. I, uh, I'm the, the... the more experience I have with, with baseball, the, the less patience I have with walks. And I understand, you know, there's some borderline calls that don't go your way. Some of these uh, hitters are pretty damn good. They foul off a couple of pitches. So I, I get all that. Man, walks will get you. 
They they eventually, if they don't get you now, they're going to eventually get you. Uh, leading off the game, a walk off Corbin Burns, but then a double play ground ball, and Castellanos with a ground out recovers. That is Burns to pitch only 10 pitches after a leadoff walk. That was pretty impressive. Brewers get to work in the bottom of the first inning. Colton Wong worked at full for a strikeout. Willie Adamas worked at full for a double. Christian Yelich worked at full for a base hit to put runners at the corners with just one out. And Avi Garcia, boy, he loves the first pitch of any sequence. And the Brewers have coverage. I mean, they feel as though they have what it takes to cover that. Fly ball, center field, got some carry. Back is Akiyama at the track, will make the catch. And Adamas will score easily. Boy, Avi just missed that on the bat. But it produces the first run of the game, and Milwaukee strikes first today. Yeah, pull it a little bit, take it to the opposite field. It's a big fly. But... Yeah, Tyler Malley ended up pitching 31 pitches in that inning. Uh, Omar also had a base hit, three hits, and a run. They set the tone. They take the lead early. Leadoff man on again for the Reds in that second. Votto with a base hit. A couple of fly balls, and then a big strikeout to uh, Barnhart. Barnhart was schooled in that second inning. I don't know. Those of you really, really into uh, the, the, the real detailed and nerdy part almost of, of baseball, man, go look at that sequence. You had a slider, you had a uh, curveball, and you had a fastball that I believe went 100 from Corbin Burns in that second inning. And Barnhart was just like, what? What just, just hit me here? Brewers a leadoff base hit by Rowdy Telez in the second inning. Kane a fielder's choice for the first out, but uh, Burns with the bunt and Wong lined out to right to end the uh, inning into the third inning. Both teams empty in that third inning. Burns a quick one, two, three frame. Avi hit by a pitch in Brewers half of that third uh, and into the fourth. And here's where things just get a little dicey here, as Euchre would say in that fourth inning. Lead-off walk. Three of the first four innings lead-off man on for the Reds. Uh, Castellanos then a uh, 2-2 broken bat flare base hit. Votto two on, nobody out. And Votto uh, works it to 3-1. Narvaez uh, and, and Burns couldn't get together. There's a wild pitch there. A walk to Votto. Bases loaded. Nobody out for the Reds in the fourth. Moustakas. Uh, an RBI base hit to tie the game at one. And uh, Farmer then with a base hit to untie it. Two to one. Reds take the lead. First five in the inning reach safely um, off Corbin Burns. And, and you're thinking, you know, this Reds team is good. One one big swing. And it's it's almost a knockout blow there. A sack fly gets the first out. Three runs in in that fourth inning. Strikeout. Uh, to Akiyama, and then Mally uh, grounds out to end it. 35 pitches in the fourth inning alone for Burns. Three hits, a couple of walks, three runs, 3-1 three into the bottom of the fourth inning, and then the offense just went away for the crew mid-game. A couple of strikeouts uh, in that fourth inning. Fifth inning, Burns coming back, uh, and, he, and he does settle in. He does bounce back for a scoreless fifth inning. That was huge. 
because, uh, as you know, the result of this game, one, two, three, again for the crew in that fifth inning, two more strikeouts, seven through the five innings into the sixth. Now, I would have pinch hit Burns right there in that fifth inning. You know, I, it was only three to one at that time. You knew Burns pitch count was getting up there and he just didn't have his best stuff, but he went back out there for the sixth and yeah, he gave up another run, a double, a single, had a double play to minimize the damage, but uh, now it's four to one. And at this point, uh, you're, 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 you're okay. You're human to think that it, it seemed and felt like a flat game right there. Offense a chance with the with the sixth inning uh, leadoff walk. Uh, uh, Rias a base hit, two on, two out for Rowdy. Malley goes out of the game. Lorenzen in, and Rowdy, deep fly ball to left. Wow, almost four to one. He almost tied the game right there. Strickland in, and here's where the Brewers pitchers uh, just buckle down and buy some time here. Scoreless for Hunter Strickland uh, in that that. Uh, seventh inning Brewers seventh inning here we go crooked number needed ask and you shall receive leadoff base hit by low Kane Manny Pena off the bench with a base hit it's set up Colton Wong there's a base hit Wong slaps one to left here comes Kane Aquino's throw to the plate and Kane is in there RBI single Colton Wong yeah, four to two at that point. Still nobody out for Jace Peterson, and on base Jace does just just that. Gets on base with a walk. Bases loaded, nobody out. One in already in a four-two game. Sacks packed. Yelich, can he do it again? Ooh, wouldn't that be something if you just relive uh, Saturday's memory? But there's nothing wrong with if you're not going to get the grand slam, you're not going to get a base hit, just get it in play and see what happens. 2-2 pitch. Yelich in the air, right center field, hit well. Over is Castellanos. He'll make the catch. Both Wong and Pena tag. Pena scores the third run, and Wong to third base with one out. Yeah, good job by Christian Yelich. He was down in the count. You, you can tell Christian is coming out of this, can't you? You can tell. You can you can see it. You can feel it. The results are there. He's coming out of this thing. That is huge news. 4-3 game. Runners at the corners for Avi Garcia. 1-2 pitch in the air left center. That'll get it done. Wong's going to tag. Aquino's throw comes in. Cut off, and we are tied. Hmm. Avisail Garcia with his second sacrifice fly of the game. It's a 4-4 game as the Brewers have put three on the board in the seventh. Uh, just a great job by Christian Yelich and Garcia to shorten up with two strikes. Yeah, they get it back to even at four, but they weren't done yet in that fourth inning. And again, I just I, there's so many storylines that need more attention. I mentioned Lorenzo Cain earlier in the show. This guy needs some love. He's having an amazing year, a very consistent year, a tough at-bat. Omar Narvaez gives the crew the lead. Narvaez trying to add one piece to the puzzle here. And he pulls one right field. That is down fair. In the score, Peterson. Narvaez on his way to second with an RBI double. 
five for Milwaukee. Wow, they come all the way back to four runs, seventh inning. Ouch, if you're a Reds fan, if you're a Reds player or manager. Mm. Uh, Arias uh, ends the inning, but the Brewers, uh, they did score four, eight men to the plate, four hits, a walk, a stolen base, and uh, Devin Williams coming on along with Josh Hader in the ninth. And you know what happens there, right? That's more times than not going to be a Brewers victory. But the Brewers, hey, the cherry on top, as one of our callers said, bottom of the eighth inning, you need a little insurance, you got a man on, and you've got Colton Wong up. I mean, he's a good enough hitter with a lead at that time to leave him in. Uh-oh, Wong sends it deep to right, and she's gone! Colton Wong, two-run home run! Add-on runs for the Brewers in the bottom of the eighth. It is seven to four now. My goodness, how big is that? That is huge. Yeah, you're right. Valley Sports, Wisconsin, uh, BA and Rock on the call there. That is huge, Bill. It's a big, big two-run home run, giving insurance 27 of 28 save chances as Hader pitches a scoreless ninth inning. There's your Brewers' victory, 77-49, and 49, 28 games over 500, eight-and-a-half lead in the Central. And up next, we're going to hear from Craig Council. Also, he's probably on his way home right now, so we'll get to it. We'll talk to Craig uh, on his way home. He, he won't answer us, but he'll, he'll listen, I think. We need to congratulate him on this victory. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway here on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. 7-4 victory and time now before we hear from Craig Council, who spoke a short time after the game was done. Time for uh, Craig's ride home. So Craig Council is on his way home to uh, Whitefish Bay and... He's enjoying his victory and sort of winding down. He might have a glass of wine, a little bite to eat. I know he he likes his wine a little bit uh, from what I understand. So, Craig, congrats on the uh, victory. And and here's uh, here's what I might uh, offer. Um, After Woody's game tomorrow, uh, this is just my suggestion. I think Woody might need to skip a start just to get him back on track, depending on how he pitches tomorrow. If it's a little like non Woodruff like, uh, let's let's go with a, a phantom, uh, eh, a little little arm fatigue or something. So I, I think that would be good for the stretch run. And I know you've been talking about uh, watching these guys' innings and workload and things like that. So that's, that would be my recommendation because Burns had one, Hauser had one, Anderson's had a couple, Freddie's on one right now. Everyone's had one, and it wouldn't, probably wouldn't be a bad idea. You've got some off days coming up, and maybe you want to wait uh, maybe a, another start or two. 
um, until you get kind of things wrapped up here, at least in the uh, central, but just a, a suggestion. Okay, number two, and the, the other thing I have for you is um, find a way to have Jackie Bradley Jr. actually help this team win baseball games. So, you know, when, when you're in the ninth inning, to not do a defensive replacement for an Avi Garcia, I, I think that's the way I would have him help because I think it, it might even lend to getting him going offensively, just being more in tune with the game. Be a be a, a pinch runner or something like that. It's always just sort of a spot start here and there. How about just pinch run for somebody? You're gonna lift, or I, I know you're burning a player there, but just find a way to get him to help this team win in any way, shape, or form. Because you still think there's something in him, and I'm crossing my fingers for that. But my goodness, we're just Craig. We're not seeing it. We're just not seeing it, and it's it's breaking my heart here because we all know he's a better baseball player than what he's showing. So just find a way to kickstart him, and I think defense uh, is the way to go on that. Evan, what do you have for Craig on his ride home tonight? Hey, Craig, a long time no talk. feel like it's been a couple of weeks. That road trip was pretty long. I just want to say congratulations on a new high watermark for this season. I think it's incredible that this team just keeps getting better and better 28 games over i feel like we've said this is the new high watermark at least 15 times in the last month yep, yep. and that is a testament to how well not only the brewers as a team has been playing but craig how well you have been managing this team i think you managed one hell of a ball game tonight i think the decision to leave corbin out there to hit for himself it was risky and it may not have worked for that specific it didn't inning. Work. It didn't work because he gave up a run the next inning. But it's it's you so sticking... It burned, an, it burned an out by by virtue of him being batting in the bottom of the fifth, and he gave up a run in the sixth. Tim, I'm trying to compliment Craig. Oh, sorry, Craig. I <laughs> At the beginning of the season, you would not have put him out there for that inning, and I think it shows... A, a growing trust that you have in this incredible starting pitching rotation and just with your guys in general. And then I think that going with Manny Pena pinch hitting there, that was a risky move, but it paid off really well. And you you chose him over JBJ and Pablo Reyes, and I feel like that was the smart decision to make. I, I think that the bullpen usage was fantastic today. It helps you get a lead in the seventh, so you know what the eighth and ninth are going to be. But I just feel like this was a really great man or a really well managed game by you. Okay. And I feel like the past couple of weeks, you have just been on an ultimate roll. Bullpen management, Craig, has been outstanding. You I could, mean, outstanding. You could say some of it is luck. I think that there is always a little bit of luck when it comes to success. That's kind of just how sports goes. But there have been a lot of decisions that you have made in the past couple of weeks that have just paid off that I don't think a lot of managers would have the guts to do. So and I just, um, um, yeah. I, and I will add this couple more things. Number one, the lineup, you know, me, Craig, uh, always talking lineup lineup now has been sort of consistent. At least those top six in there have been really consistent. And now without uh, Escobar, I loved today's lineup. Loved it. This, a lot this, of fun. Yeah, this this was this is your A lineup. But I might I just suggest trying this lineup against a lefty. And finally, Craig, come on. 
you can't tell me you wouldn't want to pop Ryan Braun in there a couple times a week. Your old buddy, your old teammate. Come on. You need to go upstairs, have a little chat, maybe on your way home tonight. Why don't you call David Stearns and just say, hey, any movement on Brawny? Because you know you would love him in that lineup. Or just give David our number and we will call him for you and do the talking. I'll broker the deal. Absolutely. I will be his his agent and I will take 0% of his salary for the rest of the season. I think what better locker room presence could you have and what better postseason performer could you have with this team right now? Yeah, we threw a lot at you, Craig Council, on your ride home. You're probably home. Just pulling in the driveway now. I appreciate you tuning in. Well, if you want, you can just sit right there in the driveway and listen to yourself because we haven't heard this yet. Uh, you got to be pretty pleased. He's got to be pretty pleased, Craig Council, after the win. Craig Corbin just mentioned this, that your, your team, your offense has done such a good job against other teams' bullpens lately. You think that's a, a thing that kind of feeds off itself as time goes by, that sort of never out of a game kind of feeling? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think anytime you have success in situations, you you, you lean lean on it a little bit for sure. Um, you know, the, the, the common thread is we've just, you know, we've been very good at grinding out at bats against other teams' bullpens and whether so it's there's some walks in there or there's, you know, long at bats in there and making a pitcher, um, you know, really battle to get through an inning. And then, you know, when even like in the Lorenzen case, just, you know, having making his first, first couple pitches tough. So that when he goes out there for that second inning, it's, it's tough. So we've, we've, we have done a really good job of that. And, um, you know, it's a nine inning game. So, you know, you get, doesn't matter when you score. Can you tell us what happened with Willie and uh, what it's looking like as far as seriousness? Yeah, Willie's been battling a, uh, the, the quad for uh, really since St. Louis. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's been playable and um, it's it's, you know, it's not serious, but it's enough where it's just coming up every day where it's just, it's just an issue every day. And so. We were hopeful that the off day would uh, quiet it down. And, you know, after his first at bat, and he, he really didn't even have to run that hard in the first at bat. He it just he felt it a little bit. And so we're just going to be cautious with him and we got him out of there. And um, uh, he, he won't be in the lineup tomorrow. Um, and we'll, we'll try to quiet it down. Um, you know, we're on the cautious side. He's, you know, he's, he's played through it so far, but it's it's just to the point where it's not worth taking the risk on it. Craig, um, you were talking about your teams at bats against other bullpens, but and conversely, your bullpens been so good at stopping that. You know, no add-on runs for the Reds tonight. Once your starter left, nothing for their offense. That's been pretty impressive. Yeah, no, that's that's part of it. The bullpen's been been really sharp and really effective, um, and uh, they they all you know, you know, I thought the game really was uh, was on you know, Corbin struggled in that fourth inning and, and, um, you know, he had a little trouble throwing strikes in that fourth inning and the pitch count was getting pretty hefty in that inning. And, you know, just to come back and get the, get the last two hitters, you know, there was, there was, you know, one more guy gets on, it's, you know, you're probably having to go to the bullpen that inning. And and then he came back and threw two more innings. Um, so that was, 
to me, would kind of put the game back in order um, and, and, you know, put our bullpen back in order a little bit. And even, even though we didn't score up, you know, in Corbin's innings, um, him getting six innings was, was a big factor in that game, I thought. Well, what about flipping the first game of a big series, Craig? I mean, they come in wanting to close ground on you, and it looks like they might, and then you turn them away in the first game. I mean, that's got to be a little discouraging for them and a little uplifting for you. Yeah, I mean, it's a win, you know. It's a win in, um, in, the, in the series, and, you know, we got a next challenge ahead of us tomorrow. But, um, you know, it's we played a good game. We we got to their bullpen, uh, made them made them work to get the last, you know, 10, 11 outs, made them go through a lot of their bullpen guys. So, um, you know, I mean, I think anytime you can, you know, make a team after a good start from their starter, use a bunch of bullpen guys and come out with a win, that's, that's especially the first game of a series. That's, that's a, that's a satisfying win. Cause you hope, you hope you took a little piece of their bullpen as well. Colton Wong sure does come to through for you guys a lot, doesn't he? Just he just does everything. Yeah, I mean it's it changes the ninth for Josh, you know, clearly. So um, you know, that's big add-on runs for sure. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and smart home technology, simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Darby is trying to add one piece to the puzzle here. Puzzle. And he pulls one right field. That is down there. In the score, Peterson. Narvaez is on his way to second with an RBI double. 5-4 Milwaukee. There it is on Valley Sports, Wisconsin. Part of a four-run seventh inning, score tied 4-4, and Omar gets the job done. The go-ahead, an eventual uh, winning run, knocked in by Narvaez with the double. Colton Wong would go on to add a a two-run home run, but that that Narvaez double there, the ABC audio video play of the game. And uh, are we going to hear from Omar? We are going to hear from Omar. Let's do that. I think he need, needs more love. And Omar Narvaez um, has just been outstanding. And I'm not sure if they would consider a, a longer-term deal for Omar Narvaez. But I think this season is a little proof that you you probably should start thinking about it, I would think. We're going to hear from Omar up next. Fellow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway right here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Omar, you guys sure turned that game around. Um, it looked like a lot of good bats there in the Yeah, I mean... It was a really good job by the team, by, you know, everybody um, getting on bases and, uh, you know, getting the job done. Uh, I think uh, it took um, Lorenzo to get the single, then Manny coming off the bench. I think 
it's not easy that uh, that's why that money came and he get the job done. I think uh, that's the, one of the reasons why we did so good today, you know, coming back at the game. And uh, I think really good job at the pen, you know, keeping keeping us in the game the whole, you know, after after Corbin, I mean, Strelan threw the ball well, I think, and uh, they keep us in the game and uh, we, we can see the result after. Omar, how do you look at the importance of this series? Like for the Reds, if they're thinking about the division, they probably knew they had to come in and sweep you. Um, how, how 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 do you look at this series? I mean, it's, I knew it was gonna be a a hard series because I think uh, the Reds and and we normally get play pretty good against each other, and uh, I think the main thing is gonna be this, the pitching and. Uh, we did it today. We'll see what happened tomorrow. But uh, I think from both sides, we, we pitched pretty good. And I mean, only to one at bat and, and to make everything happen. Omar, how valuable has Hunter Strickland been to this team and to the bullpen with the innings he's given you guys? I mean, as we all saw today, uh, he came a tough spot uh, trying to keep us in the ball game, And he did. He actually did it in a few days ago. Uh, in San Luis, when it all bullpen keep us in the game, and uh, we had a chance to win the ball game. So, I think um, the role that every guy in the pen is is playing right now has been really, really good for us, and keep, keeping us, you know, the hitters a chance to come back and, and win ball games. Anything else for Omar? Omar, um, Colton Wong's just always comes through somehow. Doesn't he base running power, whatever, whatever? Yeah, he. Um, he's one of those guys that, as a diamond, you know, one and a diamond is a pretty good combination. You know, hitting after the other, um, they they both gonna come come out with something special every every ball game. I feel like, and that's the energy. That's our two guys in energy, and uh, whatever they do, everybody come off the bench like like a tiger, like Manny said. So uh, I think um, they're being pretty valuable for us and. Uh, I think and that's it. That's our big chances every time we got those two guys in the, you know, in the box. Omar, what was your assessment of Corbin Burns tonight? He wasn't like um, locating pretty well today. Uh, even though he he uh, went out to the six, I mean, it, it was a good job by him trying to. I mean, even a tough day like today, and and he he went after. I mean, um, even. Like I said, I felt like I, he didn't have his staff today. And, um, you know, it talks a lot of good things about him going out to the six without his staff. You know, um, that's why he's been so good. That's why he, he, he is an all-star player. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, on the fan. All right, you just heard Omar Narvaez right there. He is uh, a 290 hitter and just uh, whatever you're doing uh, uh, with regards uh, in, in talking to Craig Council with regards to mixing and matching, I cannot and we can't argue about um, about the record. It's 77 and 49. I mean, the, the, the results do speak for themselves.
And as much as we like to say Omar should be catching more, and you know, that's for us to 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 slice and dice and talk about a little bit. But man, I cannot uh, I can't get too bent out of shape about too much on this baseball team right now, just simply by virtue of that record at seventy seven forty nine. There clearly is something special going on in this year's. Well, in the 2021 championship season. Game two of this three-game set, it's tomorrow. It's 7-10. That's the first pitch after the last pitch. You make the switch. Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Evan, the matchups. Woody, I cannot believe he's just 7-7. and It's really crazy to think about. Even after that last start where his ERA ballooned up to just an awful 2.48 ERA on the season. Corbin today, 2.3. Oh, just outstanding. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is matched up against Brewer killer Luis Castillo, who has really bounced back from a terrible start to the season. Mm-hmm. He's 7-12. and 12. He's gotten his ERA down to 4.35. This is, I mean, it's another huge game. Brewers have a lot of injuries. Brandon has not looked great his last couple of times out. This is a big opportunity for the Reds to take one back. It is, and it's a big uh, opportunity for Woody to kind of just slam the door on these guys and just say, "Hey, uh, you know, let's let's seven and a half isn't good enough. We made it eight and a half in game one. Let's make it nine and a half. We're approaching double digits on Thursday. That is the mindset. And 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 Woody, if the stars are lining up right, if if timing is everything, he's he's due. For, for a big-time outing, a deep outing, and, and maybe a special one. We'll see. All right, that's going to do it for us. You guys have a great night, great morning, I should say. We'll uh, talk again tonight. Game two of the three-game set for Evan Heffelfinger. My name is Tim Allen. You guys enjoy the rest of your morning, and remember, as always, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 